gua Welcome, 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 welcome to our youth determined to grow. This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. How y'all doing? Awesome, 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 awesome. Um, we're going to, we're going to do something a little different today. Um, a little bit different. I apologize for my tardiness. I really don't have no excuse because I've been here. Wow. I had plenty of time, to be honest. I just moving slow. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to sing a congregational song. We're going to sing it together, and then we're going to have, uh, I see when Brother Renoir is coming on, so we may have Brother Renoir pray us in, and uh, if Mr. Gary makes it, we'll have him. We'll see. We'll see how, how it's going to go. Everybody has, go ahead and start getting Samuel, 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter. We're going to be reading that, uh, but we're going to sing a congregational Song. And I, I'm thinking about an old song, so hopefully you can catch on to it. It should be pretty simple, pretty easy to get. So, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Just on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. Oh. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. If you need nobody healed, tell him what you want. If you want your body healed, tell him what you want. If you want your body healed, tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him. What you want? Amen. Amen. Glory. Amen. Yes. Glory. Hallelujah. That was a wonderful one. The main thing. We got to tell him what we want so we can hear what he desires. So I'm going to ask uh, Minister Benoit to go ahead and pray a seat if he's in a position. So if not, we will ask. Another brother. Mm. A brother from another mother? Yeah, my microphone might be cutting it out. Okay. You want to yeah. you want to get somebody else to pray? Great. 
Okay, Brother Gary. Go ahead. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father said that, that there's no other name on the heaven or earth whereby man must be saved but the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we're calling on you in the name of Jesus right now, Father, for every family represented here right now. Father, we actually speak to the uh, message carried in the name of Jesus. Uh, let us hear what thus saith the Lord. Uh, let us uh, 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 move out of the way and let God take control in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for strength. We pray for uh, the family member. We pray, Father, for favor in the name of Jesus. Father, give us favor tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our topic tonight is know what you want, but deal with your consequences. And we're going to be talking about 1 Samuel chapter 8. So it is one, two, the Benoit's driving, so we won't ask him to read. So there's one, there's four of us. There's 21 verses. Um, so we're going to read about five verses of heat. So we're going to, Shanana, once you get there, 1 Samuel 8. Read the first five verses for me. When Samuel grew old, he appointed his sons as Israel leaders. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abijah. And they served at Beersheba. Okay, this is the NIV version. Forgot That's to say fine. that. But his sons did not follow his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain and accepted bribes and perverted justice. So all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. They said to him, you are old and your sons do not follow your ways. Now appoint a king to lead us, such as all the other nations have. Okay, uh, Montgomery, y'all start the next five. The next but, the thing, but the thing displeased Samuel. Then they said, Give us a, a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto his, uh, Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people, and uh, in all that they say unto thee, uh, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. Go. Yeah. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of the out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. Now therefore hearken unto their voice, however, yet, however yet. Protest solemnly unto them and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. So, mm -hmm. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the uh, people that asked him for a king. Amen. 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 Okay. Do I get to read? Yeah, you do get to. 
This is the NIV version. He said, this is what the king who will reign over you will claim as his rights. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. Some he will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties and others to plow his ground and reap his harvest and still others to make weapons of war and equipment for his chariot. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and give it to his officials and attendants. Finish it out, 16 through 21. Yes, sir. Uh, 16 through 21, and it reads out uh, the King James Version. And he will take your men servants and your maid servants and your goodless young men and your asses and put them to his work. And he will take the tent of your sheep and you shall be his servants. He shall cry out in that day because of your king, which ye shall have chosen you, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, Nah, but we will have a king over us, that we also will be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in his ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, go ye every man unto his city. Amen. Amen. I know it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of reading, but I believe that Bible study, this is what Bible study is about. Us getting into the word of God and getting an understanding uh, and conversating over what we've read and what we have heard. So what I want to do is I want to give you a few tidbits of the things that I got out of that, out of those verses. And you guys know how I do. I break it down verse by verse. So uh, bear with me and I'm going to have some questions in the midst of it. So be prepared and ready to rock and roll. So we see that in verse verse one, Samuel gets old. His regime has come to an end and he decided to put his sons in place. So we must be careful when it comes to our time to leave or our time to, to get, uh, to let's say for instance, to retire on our jobs. Who comes behind us? Who do we put in place? That we say that God has allowed this person to come. And, and what I mean more is, as far as retirement, sometimes we don't have a choice in that matter. But when it comes to like our business, let's say we have a family-owned business. Who comes behind us when we uh when we are when it's our turn to go travel to the seas and Bahamas and Jamaica's and stuff, but we still need people to take care of the business? Who do we put in place? So we see that Samuel put his children in place. So my question to you is this. 
Do you, well, before I ask that question, hold up. Let me, let me go back. Let me finish off verse two. So verse two, it basically, the name, the two sons' name, Joel and Abinadab. Their names actually mean something in God. So Joel means actually Jehovah God. Joel. And Abinadab actually means worshiper of Jehovah. Hmm. So it sounds like as we begin to read on further that they did not live up to their name. Right? <laughs> so they didn't live up to their name. They decided not to follow the ways of God and not to follow after Samuel. And so before we go any further, I'm going to ask you a question. What does your name mean? Do you know? No idea. I know mine means. Okay, tell me. Shun mean graceful. Some mama told me one day. Good heart, loving and kind. She, I mean, Alexa told us this, oh, but okay. the animal part, I don't know what. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, brother Benoit, do you know what your name means? Okay, he obviously does not. So the Montgomery. <laughs> he probably don't hear you. Oh yeah, he hear you. A, I don't know what my name means. I just looked it up because I didn't know. Um, well, I'm supposed <laughs> to tell you something I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, oh. Tell me what it says. In Greek, the meaning of the name Vanessa is butterfly. Also from Vanessa, the mystic goddess of an ancient Greek brotherhood. Uh, anyway, I don't know what that other part is. I, okay. Uh, I thought, I right, thought it was the Do you know what your name means? Absolutely not. He does not. <laughs> He does not. Okay, Brother Gary yeah, said he didn't know what his meant. Sean said she thinks she's the one being grateful or something like that. Uh, Brother Kelly. Andrew, what's your name mean? Andrew. Andrew. Unique. Unique. That's what it means. <laughs> who, who, whose name means unique? She said name unique. <laughs> it is. You don't want to hear nobody name that. Now, mama reading out them books. <laughs> hey, me. Uh, my name is not a butterfly, but <laughs> my name means man. Andro is man. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's good. Take that. Uh, I never knew. <laughs> I, okay. I tried to look up. I tried to look up Gary's name. I know this got to be wrong. Now, this is in the Urban Dictionary. It says, a really awful or mean person. <laughs> yeah, that's not right, Gary. Don't live up to that. They don't know they come up. <laughs> someone people yeah, don't like. You some other Gary. <laughs> that's got to be something wrong there. Yeah. Okay, so I actually looked up everybody's name. And so Vanessa was correct. Her name means beautiful, uh, butterfly. Yeah. Uh, Vinoy, his name actually means without envy. Interesting. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, Gary's name means he rules with a spear. So maybe that's why people don't like him. <laughs> oh, 
because it's of course, like a pretty of nice course my husband knew his name, but his name also means brave. Brave man. Brave man. That's what his name is. <laughs> okay. Uh so then Sean, her name is uh it's two she has two she has several meanings, but the two that I picked out were Lily and the other one was God's grace. And that's where you got the grace from. Okay. <laughs> and then uh did I get everybody from Nora Vanessa? Except for your yours. Oh yeah. My actual name means the lady from France. <laughs> okay, what about the name? Oh yeah, Francis. Well, which uh, one did yeah, you call So, so Denise actually means devoted to God. Wow, wow. I know, right? I, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, what I want to say is because each one of us had a good name, a pretty pretty good name. Live up to your name. Live up oh. to what God called you. See, God had to change the name of Abraham to Israel. He changed, I mean, changed Jacob to Israel, right? He changed Jacob to Israel. He changed Abram to Abraham. He changed Jacob to Israel because he wanted him to be, you know, what his name meant. If you ever notice some of the names in the Bible, they are names they need something they just put they don't just put them out there maybe we should take time out before we start naming our kids all this stuff yeah start looking it up they can live up to amen how, how can vanessa amen. how can amen. Vanessa live up to being a butterfly <laughs> he's still messing with vanessa Whatever. <laughs> she, she can fly away and put on them beautiful colors. Like that's all thing I think. Oh, come, out of, come out of her cocoon. There you go. There you go. That's a good. That's a good one. Come Transforma out of Transformation. There you go. I like that. I like that. So as we see that oh the, God, the, the children were named something, but they didn't the live up to their name. And then they didn't do their, They didn't do right. <laughs> but. I want to ask another question. So this is a good, no. this is another question. So the next question I have is, why did they ask for a king? Why? Why did they? Well, say the question again. Why did they ask for a king in the first place? Obviously, they, they didn't think they had one. But well, they refused to listen to Samuel. They wanted, so he a king? they wanted a king like the other nation, like the other nation had a physical king. They wanted a physical king, a king in place to protect them and everything else. Okay. Brother Benoit, you have something to add to that? They wanted to be like the other nations that were surrounding them. That were I got you. I heard you. I'll just make sure that was all you said. And they wanted to be just like Gary said, like the other nations around them. Yeah, so they, when, didn't want, they didn't want Samuel's son to reign over them. Yeah. First of all, I mean, you, when you got bad leaders, God says that when leaders are in power, righteous are in power, the people prosper. But when you have bad leaders, they that that doesn't happen. So, um, 
so they were looking at the people around them. So first they had faulty leadership, which is what caused them to begin to look around. But then sometimes they look around and they want to be like everybody else. The problem is we even see that in the church. We want to look like everybody else. But we are called to stand out. To be, We are called a peculiar people, a royal nation. Now, that doesn't mean we need to stick our noses up at folks. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is we're different. We need to act different, talk different, and be different according to God's will and purpose for our lives. So I'm going to open it up for any comments, and then uh, we can move on to some. Uh, I got some more stuff here. Any comments? Or do I need to ask another question? No comment. So let's move on. So in verse 8, we see uh, God gives them a little history. God speaks up for his own self. He said, these, these doggone people. Okay, I'm paraphrasing for y'all. Start uh, <laughs> executing me. Uh, these doggone people, ever since I took them out of Egypt, they've been acting up. But they ain't rejecting you, so don't get all offended in your feelings and things. They rejected me. Man, how can you help somebody that rejects God? Can you? When he is the source of all things, he is the basis for our life and financial gain, and they reject God, how can you help that person? How can you what? How can you help them? If they reject their, if they reject God, how do you, how do you help somebody like that? In this day and time, uh, you still help people that reject God, and God would allow you to be a semblance to bring them closer to Him, for you to show them how they post that. So sometimes, I mean, I can't explain why they did what they did, but I'm explained by people in general today. Okay. They still ungrateful. <laughs> and they don't even know that if it wasn't for me in here praying all the time, I wouldn't have anything to help them with. So I'm asking them what they pray. Because he say well, there's two or more in his name. That's where he is. I can't do it all. So he told me to hold up. Maybe I was helping the wrong people. Hmm. <laughs> so I've been stacking every cent. <laughs> and I'm still thanking. <laughs> thanking <Amen>. him. <laughs> Be grateful. Let go and let go. How do you help somebody that rejects God? Well, love them like, G like Jesus loved them. Keep on loving them just the same. Keep on telling them about the man who saved his life. He can save their life as well. Give them Jesus. That's all we can give them. That's it. You made me think of a song. I'm just nobody. Mm. God said that I knew about somebody. Anybody. That's his song. Ah, Mister Keller, you want Brother Benoit to go? How can you? <laughs> how can you tell somebody to keep rejecting Jesus? How do you help somebody that has rejected rejected God, rejected you, rejected God? Well, you can pray for him, and also you can be an example of Christian living. Uh being being kind, being being uh showing the attributes of Christ. Um a lot of times 
you don't have to keep telling people about God. People will watch you, and they'll see certain things about you, and they'll wonder certain things. And then it is, as the moment presents itself, they'll ask you, hey, are you a believer? Uh, are you a Christian? Uh, like these people that we are helping uh, that's living in our, 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 rental, our rental while we are uh, remodeling. I never told them that I was a believer. I never told them I was a Christian. I never told them anything. I just did right and tried to help them. And one day they asked me, they said, hey, man, said, are you a preacher? You know, so uh, I believe our lifestyle speaks for itself. Uh, we can't pl- we can't claim to be something and then act different because we can say wh- whatever we want to say. But if our life doesn't uh, back, if it doesn't show forth that, then that's all it is. We, we just believe it in our own mind, but that don't mean that other people think so. Amen. Brother Benoit, how do you help somebody that has rejected God? We can pray for them. We can even pray that if they're not receiving it from us, that we can send that God would send somebody across our path. Um, thank, thank you, thank you, Brother North. So, what you think, Denise? I, I know that uh, I, all of the things that you guys have said pretty much hit home. You know, you can only be, you can live the live the life before them, and you can pray for them, and. Um, if you meant, if the Lord leads you to minister to them outside with your mouth or with the word of God, <clears throat> just be led of God because sometimes obstacles are put in our way to for us. They're not actually put in our put in our our way for them. So God is trying to prove something in you by being obedient. So remember to be obedient to God. Being obedient. So the next question I have is verses 10 through 7. Of course, this is in the King James Version. Verses 10 through 7 tells me something. That behavior of a king. That the main behavior of the king 
And I want you guys to look, tell me what you think before I tell you. Between verses you mean 10 seven through 10? Huh? You mean 7 through 10 or 10 through 17? 10 through 17. In verses 10 through 17, there's something that it describes uh, the behavior of a king. But there is like a word in them that sticks out. So y'all tell me what you think. Behavior of the king between 10 and 17, what did he say mostly? If we had to sum it up in one word, what would that word be? Anybody? Commanders? Nope. What was it? I said commanders, but that might not be right. Okay, we'll hold on to that one. Commanders, go ahead. Anybody else? You said the, what, what did he say about the behavior of the king? Yes. Oh, about that how he was going <clears> to... <throat> Take their take their young men to, and take the best of the land and all the other stuff. Yeah, that's it. Take this, get out. Take, take, take. Take, take, take. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it, it's, gonna, it, it's gonna be. That's pretty much what. So we see you know, that what you're asking for. Yeah. So, so they wanted three things. What was the three things they wanted? And then we're going to compare it to the six things that showed up between 10 and 17. So the three things they wanted, Brother Gary told us. What did they want, Brother Gary? The three things that the people want. Mm -hmm. She said you just but, told them. Okay. The tenth of the flocks. I don't know if that's one of them. Minister Kelly, help you out. What was the three things? Between the two of y'all, y'all get it. All for real. And Shanetta, what was yours? I said a tenth of the flock, but that's in 17, so I'm not sure if that's correct. Okay. Go ahead, Brother Keddy. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm let's just... I'm, you I'm, ready. I'm, I'm, you you want read the verses? <laughs> you ready, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> like how the government is now. <laughs> so, they want the taxes. They want 40 Am I wrong? If you only got three things, 
And they took six or t actually they took way more than that. I'm using take as the word itself. You only got three things and they got six. Something wrong, ain't Yeah. That's why I looked back at the top and I said, know what you want. It's okay for them to do it, know what they wanted. But you got to deal with your consequences. So whenever you have something that you think is the right way and you prayed about it and you still going for it, deal with your consequences for it. We're at seven minutes, so I want to uh, give, open it up for any comments, and then we're going to pray out. I'm going to have um, Minister Kelly to pray us out since Brother Renoir is on the road. This kind of reminds me of the fact of when we go to God and ask for certain things. Um, I remember one time asking him for more strength and showing me who the people was for me and for him to continue to remove and reveal. I mean, I forgot, I'm sorry, I didn't ask him for the strength. But in the process of asking him to remove and reveal, I should have asked for strength. Because I almost lost my mind <laughs> when I found out that everybody I was in connection with praying for, hoping to see them up, they wanted to see me down. So the whole time when I was praying for them, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, they was P-R-E-Y-I-N-G on me. And I didn't realize it. They had more than me and still hating. Yeah. I, they had more than me and was still hating to see me with anything. So God told me to cut out everything until he tell me to. So that's something I love about the Holy Spirit. He will give you an intuition of who to help. Because if not, you don't have no guidance. You don't put God first. You will be lost out here. Because the people you think for you, they not. Amen. A lot of times. I'm going to say that. Amen. Amen. Okay. I'm, I'm through, bro. Amen. Minister Kelly? Oh, no. uh, like, I think Sean said the best. Praying and praying. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pray and praying. Brother Manoah, you have any last comments? We got about five minutes. No, ma'am. I think this was a good lesson. A lot of times I feel like, and this is just my thought, that we rush through the Bible when there's so much meat in there. If we can just take it chapter by chapter, which is, I thank you guys for allowing me to do that. Take it chapter by chapter. We always going to have something to eat. We, we got a whole bunch to eat today that we can chow, chow, chow down on and gnaw on throughout the rest of the week. Okay. Amen. Amen. All right, Emmett. Go ahead, Emmett. <laughs> That's not Emmett, girl. That's hey. Oh. Ezekiel. Oh, okay, okay. That's your team, girl. Oh, Ezekiel. Oh, yeah, you're right. What did he say? That's what he said. We can't see. Send that. Who, me? I was just doing this. Oh, I thought it was Okay. All right, so uh, Minister Kelly's going to pray us out. Thank you guys for coming. Uh, go ahead and look at, we're going to be doing Samuel, the ninth chapter, next week. We may have to break it up into two. It's quite a few verses, so we may break it up into two times, but we'll see. We'll see how far we get. Oh, gracious then, Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. <clears throat> and, Lord, thank you, Lord, for all those, Lord, that participated. And, Lord, we pray, Father God, Lord, that you was glorified, that you was pleased with all that was said and heard and tonight, Father God. Lord, we just give you the glory. Saying a special prayer, Father God, for uh, 
all of our families, Father God, asking God you continue to look out over them and watch over them. And also saying a special prayer for the people of Ukraine, as well as the people, the, the uh, Russian citizens, Father God, as well. God, we just pray, Father God, that you be glorified even in that situation. And all these things, Lord, and thank you, Lord, for our teacher, Lord, who taught us the word tonight and uh, who got before you to hear what you had to say to us. We just give you all the praise and we give you all the honor. In your blessed son named Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. 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 May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. And are you determined to grow? To grow. All right. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll talk to y'all next time. Uh, yeah, too. Bye, butterfly. <laughs> <laughs>